Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everybody who's here now or going to be here later. I appreciate you. And uh, I'm going to, I'm looking for my father, going to make, you know, Gene, and he's doing the show today. Isn't that cool? Um, he's going to do it all about God, God, in, God being your friend. So let me go find him and see where he's at and um, make sure that uh, we haven't, we're running into a situation with the, ah, there he is. Cool. Hi, Dad. How are you? Hi. Fine. How are you? Are we on now? Yes, we are. You're just a couple, about a minute or so late, so it's no big deal. Um, so welcome to the show, and that's your podcast. So what are we talking about today? I don't know. Really? <laughs> okay. <No. laughs> I'm talking about God. I want to talk about my favorite verse. Listen, okay. My favorite verse I have, there's 66 books in the Bible, in the Protestant Bible, and um, a lot of verses and a lot of chapters and other things, but this this means so much to me. So I'm going to talk about my favorite verse in the Bible. It goes something like this in Psalm, in Proverbs 9, I mean, Proverbs 16, verse 9. The heart of a man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. What does that mean? The heart of a man plans his way. You know, your heart is your uh, mind, your body, your soul, your everything about you, your intensity. Your heart is your what God saves you. When you go to the rapture, which we'll talk about one day, when you go to the rapture, your heart is what what was there, your soul, your being, your everything. With all your heart, you love this woman or this man. With all your heart. With all your heart, you love this. With all your heart, you love that. What does that mean? That means the you, the very part of you, the intensity of you. So it says here, the heart of a man plans his way. You know, I have many plans. I'll tell my daughter time and time again. But I have plans. I have my heart longs for this. Right now I'm longing to do something that I can't do. Why? Well, the last part of now tells you why. But the Lord establishes my steps. In other words, I long to do this. But God has to open the door. God has to show me what I'm to do. God has to Provide the steps for me. We knock on the door, and he'll open. That's true, too. So I said, God, I want to do this. Does God want me to do it? Well, I'll find out when he opens the door. But that's, that's me. The heart of a man, the heart of Gene, I, I interpret it this way. The heart of Gene plans my way. So I plan my way. I did it last night. I planned what I wanted to do. Is the Lord going to do it for me? He doesn't do it for me. He opens the door, and I do it. The heart of a man, the heart of Gene, plans my way. But the Lord established my steps. In other words, the Lord established my steps. I don't establish it. The Lord establishes it. The heart of a Gene. Plans my way. 
Do you have a heart that pays your way? Do you constantly, every day, get up and you're, this is your plan? Some of us go to work every day at 8 o'clock, 7 o'clock, 9 o'clock. That's your plan. You go your way. And the Lord establishes your steps. To trust God to establish your steps. So you go to work and say, God, I want to witness some of today. Whoa. Witness? Yes. Witness. God will bring that person, if he wants it, he'll bring a person by for you. You don't have to go look for it. He'll bring it by. It may be the uh, gas station where you pick up your coffee or your banker where you make your deposit or your fellow worker. But God establishes your way, your steps. That's my verses. By God, my heart plans my way. What I want to do, what my heart tells me to do. God establishes my steps. You know, there's a man of the Bible that personifies this verse, and he's King David. Now, I don't claim to be King David or anything close to him, but here was a man that did everything. He committed every sin that he could possibly commit. He committed adultery, murder, pride, and yet God said he was a man after my own heart. Have you committed murder? No. Have you committed pride? Always. Constantly, we, we commit pride. But here was David. Committed murder. Committed adultery. Took a woman from her husband. Sent the husband to the battle to be killed. Had pride. And yet God said, he's a man after my own heart. Is it after God's heart or after Gene's way? Gene plans my way, God, but I let God establish my steps. I want that forever and ever in my life. David said, I love God with all my heart. Does he love God? Well, in verse in chapter 140 of Psalms, deliver me, O God, from evil men. Preserve me from violent men who plans evil things in our heart, in their heart, and stir up continually. They make their tongue sharp as a serpent. This is a man that committed every kind of sin he could think. He said, deliver me, Lord. goes on in Psalms. Well, let me, everybody knows about Psalms, but I'm going to show you something. Psalms is written by David and other people, but God's people are a worshiping people. God's people are a worshiping people. His psalms are a collection of praise and songs written by King David and many other Israelite and the worship leaders. Often referred to as a wisdom literature. In the book of Job and Psalms and Proverbs, Ecclesiastes and Song of Solomon, provide insight into God's planned purposes for his people. While other portions of the scripture include praises of God, one hundred and fifty Psalms reflect worshipful. You read Psalms, that should be a daily reading for you. The Psalms describe the high and lows of humanity, like in the fallen world. At times the psalmist languishes under the burden of sin. 
think Dave was under burden of sin when he realized that Nathan was for him and he realized that he knew about the murder of 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 his of this warrior David that David had committed the warrior to, to the front of the battle to be killed. You reckon Dave, David knew that Nathan knew that he looked down and he saw Bathsheba naked, bathing. He said, Man, I gotta have that woman. And he took her. And out of it came a child. The child died. David said, I can't, he can't come to me, but I can go to him. Which is eternal salvation. The children go to hell. But that's another story. But here's the David, here was a man that committed murder, adultery, crime, had his people killed. And he looked up and he said, Deliver me, O Lord, from evil men. Who else is evil besides David? I love the times that writers and songs declared their increasingly, unceasingly joy and praise to God. That's what David did. He sinned, but he had unceasingly praise to God. He, came, he knew that he had sinned, and Nathan put it before him. He said, Oh God, oh God, save me, deliver me. And he committed confession. You confess your sin. As we go through life, we sin daily. I'm of the group of people that say they never sin. They're going to heaven. Why? I believe in God. Well, that's the salvation. Do you believe in God? What is God? God is in three parts. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost. You believe in God, you believe in Christ, you believe in the Holy Spirit. You go to heaven if you believe and you worship. David did that. He believed with all his heart. But he had sin. He had desires. And when he committed those sins, he had to praise he had to ask God forgiveness. He had to praise God. He had to deliver he had, had to be delivered from sin. And David did that constantly. John first John one nine says we have to confess our sins and then God According to that, about three verses prior to that, God is required to forgive us of our sins if we believe. It's not something we do and say in words, although we've brought it in words, but we believe in our heart. In our heart, we want to change. We become a different person. Are you different? When you look up to God every morning, every night, every day, every minute, every hour, you say, God, I am a sinner. But I know I've been saved. I know I'm going to heaven. And yes, God, I did something wrong five minutes ago. But God, if you forgive me, I'll try my best never to do it again. And believe in your heart that you'll never do it again. You can't just abstractly say these words and not admit to forgiven. You are required to ask yourself, to believe in yourself, that you will change. And that's beginning of deliverance from that sin. And God is required to forgive you that sin and restore you to uh, righteousness. David goes on in various Psalms and he says, Save me, O God. Why is David crying out, Save me, O God, when he deliberately murdered somebody, deliberately took her husband, he took his wife, and made love to her, and here's God, here's David saying, deliver me, O God. 
for the waters have come up up to my neck. I sink in deep mire where there is no foothold. I have come into deep waters and the flood sweeps over me. I am weary and my crying out. My throat is parched. My eyes grow dim with waiting for my God. Who is your God? Folks, I'm asking you today. Who is your God? My God is it worthy of everything. My God is in heaven, in earth. He's the spirit. My God is Christ. Yet Christ had looked up to heaven at his death on the cross and he said, this is a gut-wrenching thing for me. It's just hard for me to believe. When he looked up and he saw God turn his back, he said, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Here is God himself hanging on the cross for the sins of the world, for your sins and my sins, for deliverance. And he said, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? From that instant, he was totally man, and he was totally perfect. He had no sin in him. And God turned his back because Christ took the sins of the world, passed, present and future he died right there on the cross and he was full of sin not sin of his own but sins of the world he defeated the devil and God had to turn his back because it's impossible for God to cease look at sin like that he said my God my God why have you forsaken me have you forsaken God you constantly look at him and say my God Save me, for the waters have come up to my neck. There are people that are deep in debt, financial debt. There's people that are deep in areas of their life that reject their spouses, their sins. They do look up to God and say, my God, save me. I am deep where there is no foothold. Deliver me from sinking into mire. Let me deliver from my enemy and from deep waters. There's been many times in my life when I have looked at life and I said, there's really no hope. And yet God saved me. Why did he save me? For there's no hope. Only God knows. I don't know. I don't know how I escaped when I did, but I escaped many, many ventures in life. That look, I look back now and I laugh about it because I was near death and there was God in my life and he did save me. Does God save you from, from sinking into the deep mire of, of death, of lust, of envy, of strife? Only you know because God is omnipotent, omniscient, and omnipresent. God is everything. God is the spirit. And today... We look at life, anyway, we look at life and we say, we have to go forward constantly. Are you going forward? My verse again is my heart. My heart seeks the way that I want to go. But God takes my steps and he opens that door. He's got an open door for you for what? A lot of people don't know because they don't care. Do you care? 
Is God precious to you? Is God everything to you? My daughter is constantly singing his praises. God licks it. He licks it. He licks it. She licks at God. And she says, God, you're my buddy. Is God your buddy? Or is God some omnipotent creature that sits upon the throne and dissent to you? Can you talk to God? I was going to talk to a person today, and I said, you know, I asked God to do things for me. While I'm talking to you, you realize that I'm talking to God also in my mind. I don't have to close my eyes and hide in the closet. It's good to do that. But I don't have to do that. I can to God and I say, God, help me. God helps me. God, give me the words. God gives you the words. Do you believe that God can do that for you? That's the reason the verse means so much to me. I plan my way. I want my way. But God establishes my steps. Does God want me to do that? You know, I'm praying right now that that today, yesterday, the day before, I prayed that God will let me do something that I want to do desperately. But God hasn't opened the door. Will he open that door? I don't know. I'm asking him because I feel like I want to go. Can I go? Sure, I can go. Go my own accord right now. Is it the right thing to do? Not unless God wants him to do it. So, is there a reason why that that uh, I wait for God, because that's the verse of my life. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. That's David now watching. The Lord is my shepherd. Was the Lord was the Lord his shepherd when he killed a man or had him killed? Was he with God when he took Bathsheba and took her up to his bedroom and made love to her? No, that was his lust. Are you full of lust? David was. He was full of lust and constantly sinned. His pride, his inner being, but he loved the Lord. He said, the Lord is my shepherd. That's uh, Psalms 23, as most of us know. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness. For his name's sake, even though in the valley of death, I will fear no evil. Why was he such a successful man in fighting and war? Because he feared no evil. God was with him. He knew it. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. The world and those that the devil's threat share threats. Therein. For he has funded founded it upon the sea. Roma. A flashlight. Anyway. So David here, the Lord is my shepherd, a man full of sin. But he is not only full of sin, he understood it. And when he was confronted with he confessed his sin. And what did he do? He confessed and asked God, The Lord is my shepherd. He had full faith that God was with him. Is God with you? Every day, the world turns its life around, turns it into 24 hours, and that's what we live by, the 24 o'clock. David, who knew no sin, who knew sin, but he also knew how to ask forgiveness. 
First John one John first John one nine says if we confess our sins, he's required to forgive us that sin if we believe what we're saying. If we believe. I may look at a person like I use the word lady because that's why I, that's my biggest sin I know. I look at a lady and I say, God, I don't like to be with her. And I lustfully compare myself to be with her. And yet I know that I can't be with her. It's a sin. If I confess my sin and review that lust and I don't have that lust, then he forgives me our sins. When you take that candy bar from the counter, which I don't do because, anyway, that's not one of my sins. Take that candy from the candy bar. I think this, I do this, I tell a lie here, I tell a lie there. I have lust in my heart. And I ask forgiveness. God will forgive me if I mean that to turn around. Turn from sin. Turn from that lust. Turn from that bigotry that makes us want to do something. God is my shepherd. And I shall not want. Do you want? Obviously, you all want. My verses, my heart, longs for the way. God prepares my way. Trusting God to to give his forgiveness for this. David goes on to say, I call out, I call upon you, for you will answer me, O God. What is he saying there? I call out to you, because you will answer me, O God. Does God answer you? You have to stop thinking about it. Does God answer you? David said, I call out to you, God, because you will answer me. He's saying to God, God, I know you'll answer me. Are you requiring God to do certain things? I talked to my daughter, and she said, Daddy, I asked God to do this. I asked the Holy Spirit to do this. Ask Jesus to do this. Does she believe he'll do it? Well, she's asking him to. David not only asked, he commanded, God, open, I, I call upon you, for you will answer me. He said, maybe, he didn't say, maybe you'll answer me. You will answer me. That's what is required of us, to answer God, to ask God to deliver us, to give us, to act. But we have to be prepared. We have to be without sin. We have to be in full partnership with God. We all have sin. We sin every day. Everybody sin. We can't help it. It's part of our nature. That's what Adam did so much when he took that fruit from the tree or whatever it was. And the devil said, aha, I got man. No, he doesn't have man. He has your emotions. But Christ died on the cross. When he looked up on the cross, he said, God, the sins of the world, the past sins, the present sins, and the future sins. And he died on the cross and all the sins, all the, the uh, demonic spirits of sin was cast upon him. And he defeated death and sin on the cross. He defeated the look up at God in full of anguish. And he said, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And God said, I have to forsake you because you have the sins of the world. 
on your shoulder and you're dying with a sin. With blood, sins defeated. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And that's why God said, the sins of the world, past, present, future is on your shoulder. So it's easier for David to say, King David, God, if you will answer me, what? Three, or T, as I call her, asked God to do certain things in the Holy Spirit, and she said, why, what is wrong with that? What have you done? Why am I, what, 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 what? I said, T, are you sure you can do that? She doesn't said, God, nobody. He's my ever, he's my everlasting buddy. He's my buddy because he knows my heart. He knows me. Do you know God? I see things today and I say, do you know God? Do you believe in God? Why, O oh Lord, do you stand far away? Why do you hide yourself in, in times of trouble? Did God hide himself in times of trouble? Do you look for things that you can't find? Do you hide yourself from God? Or do you not even call upon God? Talked to a man yesterday. Yesterday, yeah, it was. He said, you got that holy book, do you believe in it? I said, don't make fun of my religion. Don't make fun of my God. I don't make fun of you. He said, okay, I'm sorry. Does it was he sorry? No. He was pacifying himself because he realized he made me angry. You get angry when people talk about God, when they uh, just say, well, yeah, so God's for you, not for me. Do you get angry? Is it righteous anger? Do you believe in God or do you run from God? Do you know that God will help you? That's the reason my life, my verse is a heart prepares the way or my way. This is what I want to do. Is it godly? Yes, it is. Every desire in my heart today is godly. It's not to earn money. It's not to defeat this guy over here, this girl over here. It's not that. My heart prepares the way. God prepares my steps. Is God preparing your steps? I know not everybody has the first talk I got, but my heart my seed of my emotion. My heart longs for the way. God prepares my steps. Ask you today, is God preparing your steps or do you pray every day? I had I talked to a person today. I talked to them all. I talked to hundreds of people. I talked to a person and they said, I don't have time for this and this and this and I haven't got to get around to this. Said, what in the world are you doing? You don't have time. Well, I have time for the Bible. I hear preachers all the time, and I have done it myself. I said, prepare, get, get, get us a time where you can stop and, and read the Bible. You should constantly read the Bible. Put a verse in your mind. You don't have to sit and hide in the closet. It's good when you can, but you don't have to do that. You can put scriptures in your mind. You don't have to memorize them word for word. I was in a seminary, and the guy said, you'll fail this class. You don't give me word for word. This person. I said, well, I might as well drop the class now because I can't give you word for word, commas and periods in the center. 
And you were in anguish. He said, okay, Jim, I understand where you're coming from. But God put this thing in my heart. And he says, do you believe? Yes, I believe. It, got, it asked forgiveness for everything that I might do in God. And God provides a way for me to restore my fellowship to him. Do I sin? Every day I sin. I have an active mind that says, I want to do this, I want to do that, I want to do this. I know that God prepared my way, prepared my steps. I know what I want to do right now. I know when I hang up this phone and I stop talking to you, I know that God wants to do certain things. Will I do it? Only if I trust him. So I ask you today, look upon it like this. Do we believe that God will listen to us. David commanded God, said, God, where are you? I'm seeking and admiring sin. God didn't say, well, David, you did this and this and this, because David had asked forgiveness for his sins. God said he was a man of my own heart. God has a heart. God has emotions. God gave us his emotions and a heart. Do you believe in God? Keep trusting God. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. I love God with all my heart. I hope you do. And I hope you understand where I'm coming from. Proverbs 16, verse 9. My heart plans my way, and God establishes my steps. Today I say, God bless you. I hope you live for God. I hope you turn to God. If you're not saved, Romans 10, 9, and 10 will show you the way. Look for God. God knows the way. Well, folks, that's all I've got today. In God's name I say, thank you, Father. I love you with all my heart. Can you take it away? It's your time. Uh, no, it was good. Thank you so very much. Um, anyway, just really quick, we're getting ready to have a course on uh, – a workshop, sorry, I don't want to call it a course – a workshop on um, – March 12th, and love to invite you to it. Uh, so if you go to Facebook page, Angel Coaches, I will have the information on how you can register for it. Um, so I'm excited about it, and it's all about making God your friend, God and the angels, um, and how can you communicate? You're going to learn how to communicate, and you go, well, don't I just say hi? Well, that's a great start, okay? So uh, hi always works. Um, and then... And then I, I, Dad, and, and Lisa will show you how we, you can start your own communication with God. He's a, he's a blast. He's a tough cookie, and uh, he's God. But um, he's more than just a transactional God. He is a God that will be your buddy, okay? And um, I'll give you a story. Uh, yesterday, I have a dog, or two dogs, actually. And yesterday, um, my, my big dog, she is uh, 70 pounds. She's actually losing weight now. She's 70 pounds had gotten sick. And so I don't know if you guys have animals, but she had a problem with her bowels. And, uh, so I said, God, do I need to take her to the vet? Right. And, uh, um, I said, I need an answer, please. And I always say, please, it's more polite that way. And, uh, um, I got this, I got this, no, she's going to be fine. Do you need to do this for her? And I was like, okay. And uh, so I came back, um, I went and I did, you know, worked out like a lot of us do. And uh, I came back and she had an accident and my dog doesn't have accidents on the floor. 
I was like, hey, you told me that she's going to be fine. He goes, but you didn't do anything. He gave it to me again. I was like, oh, you're right. So I gave it to her, and she's fine. So just FYI. Um, but, uh, yeah, so just, you know, follow directions, right? And, um, uh, and so that's a big thing right there. But he did he did help my dog, and I asked him to, and I knew he would. And then I – and this morning she's perfect. So anyway, you guys, I hope that gives you an idea, but you can learn how to do that yourself, right, um, and with God. So we'll talk about that in the uh, March 12th, and we'll see you soon uh, next Friday. And uh, Dad, thank you. That's wonderful. I appreciate it. All right. So, anyway, bye, everybody. Okay, love bye, everybody. I love you too, Dad. Bye.